bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. That was a good one. You're not funny. That was a good one. Now, did you say that over the air or did you say that in my ear? Over the air? Okay, good. Why is that not funny? So, hi, Rhea. How are you? Got to say hello before hi. I get in trouble. So, I asked Rhea to raise her seat because I can't see over her. I would have to sit like up here to see her, right? Which actually I can do because I'm taller than her. Okay. I give. You go back to your original. I just moved my seat up, and now we're good. Is that okay? Yes. So your feet can touch the floor. <laughs> so, so her feet don't touch the floor. <laughs> and it went south from there, and I said, I'm not saying that on the air. I'm going to get myself. I don't think I'd ever get canceled, though. Like I care. Jimmy Crack Corn. Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care. You Do you even remember that song? Nobody sung that song to you when you were in school, did they? You don't even know what that is, do you? I do know what that is. You do not. I do. I'm not. You're a millennial. You have no idea what that is. Oh, see how she rolled her eyes? Just like a millennial. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I tell you. Well, you do understand that life is changing, right? That the world is changing. Today, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers signed... The reckless driving bill into law. 
And once again, we're doing the same thing. First it's too hot. Then it's too cold. Then it's too hot. Then it's too cold. Now it's too hot. In a few minutes, it'll be too cold. So, like I said, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers signed the reckless driving bill into law today. A driver's first reckless driving ticket will go from $200 to $400. So now it's $400. Second subsequent fine will go from $500 to $1,000. So you'll basically go from $400 fine to $1,000 fine. Evers signed two bills. This is from uh, TMJ4.com. Into law at the Grace Lutheran Evangelical Church in Milwaukee this afternoon. Assembly Bill 55 increases penalties for reckless driving, while Senate Bill 76 reorganizes crimes known as carjacking and ramps up the penalties. That happens to be the same church where Milwaukee pastor Aaron Strong used to help lead before a reckless driver hit and killed him. His wife, Abby Strong, has been the face of the campaign to increase penalties for reckless driving in Milwaukee and across the state. So here it is. Things you need to consider today. Number one, Assembly Bill 55. I should say A. Um, Assembly Bill 55 increases the penalties for reckless driving. Requires that the driver improvement surcharge and safe ride surcharge are imposed on anybody convicted of reckless driving. So if you get convicted multiple times, you pay the surcharges for driver improvement and safe ride surcharge every single time. Bill number 76. B, it's not a reckless driving bill. It reorganizes the crimes of intentionally taking a vehicle without owner's consent, creates a new carjacking section of the criminal code, and increases certain penalties related to carjacking crimes. Remember that woman in Wauwatosa from Oshkosh had a car carjacked. She was down here visiting at a conference, somebody stole her car when she went out to her car one, two o'clock in the morning, and they ran her over and killed her and drove away. Those same teens were found in Milwaukee sitting in the stolen car. Well, Governor Evers said today, I'm proud of the enactment bill of my second term aimed at curbing reckless driving. And I'm glad to be continuing that work today by signing these bills to address carjacking and ensure reckless driving is treated with the same with the seriousness it requires. Now you got to remember today's bill comes after Governor Evers signed into law another reckless driving bill, which is something people forgot about back in April. That's when he signed the 2023 Wisconsin Act 1. Now listen close. That legislation allows counties and municipalities, Milwaukee County and any municipality in Milwaukee County, to enact ordinances allowing law enforcement to impound the vehicle, tow it, if its owner is cited for reckless driving. Listen to what I'm saying. Not convicted. Cited. If you get a ticket written for you for reckless driving, the city's and the counties in Wisconsin now can enact ordinances by a simple vote of the city, council, men and women, of the county supervisors, and it's done. 
impound your vehicle if you're cited and you got to pay fees on top of that. If you're convicted, first one goes from 400 from 200 to 400. The second one goes from and subsequent from 500 to 1000. You have to have a prior conviction for reckless driving. So here's how it goes. I'm driving. I get a ticket for reckless driving. I go to court. I'm convicted. That's my city citation. I'm driving again. Reckless driving. I get a ticket. That's my second subsequent offense, right? So now it's $1,000. The first one was $400. Now it's $1,000. So that's $1,400. Why? Because the first one that I got convicted on, I have to have not paid the fine. So if I get stopped for reckless driving, get a ticket, found guilty, now I owe $400 plus court costs, and then I'm stopped again for reckless driving, and I get a ticket for $1,000, and I haven't paid the first ticket, guess what? We're taking your car. We as in the city. So, four things you need to remember from this particular bill. From these two bills, actually. Assembly Bill 55 and Senate Bill 76. Number one, don't cry when your car's taken because you or your kid were driving stupid. Don't cry. Number two, don't get mad when you have to pay multiple $1,000 fines, including the initial $400 fine, and then court costs. Why? Because you or your kid was driving stupid. Number three, don't blow a gasket when you get fired, right? Because you got fined. You don't have a car because your car got taken at the same time. I'm just saying. But then lastly, when you have to ask yourself, hmm, do I want them to take my money? But I want them to take my car. You don't even have to worry about it. With these two bills, they're taking both. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you have any questions about money, M-O-N-E-Y. No, I'm not going to play Cardi B. We would all get thrown off the air. Is there a clean version of? I don't think so. Anyway, we have here today two of my favorite people. What's her name again? Um, uh-uh. <laughs> Start with an E, I think. Um, See? See? Erica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Erica, yeah, yeah. Erica e, Wright. And um, 
Jubilo? You know, I, uh, you know I me. Mean? I'm not Jubilo. particular about names. <laughs> you know, I, I can go with it. You know, as long as there's a J and a B in there, I'm good. And <laughs> JB Rock. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, wow. I've been mistakenly called BJ a lot. Wow. You know, I, I don't, doesn't bother me any. JB and Erica from Northwestern Mutual. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. In good spirits, man. Doing good. Me, I, I am Doing too. Good spirits. I am you know, too. Weather's looking good too. Yep. It looks good. Then now your cousins. Then now your cousins gonna come out. And then, <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> they gotta come out sometime. <laughs> no, know? they don't. They really don't. <laughs> they can stay in the house. <laughs> Which is another reason why you need insurance. The reason why you need some financial backing. The reason why you need <clears throat> money saved. <laughs> so when stuff happens, you can actually uh, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just ask it because. You know, I have I have all, every every time we do this, I have these nice questions and I read them and I'm like, it's like twelve questions in one thing and all mm-hmm. that. But what it comes down to is, instead of asking how people are going to get serious, I want to ask, and I, and I'm and I'm gonna ask Erica because she has that look because she <laughs> gonna tell she, me the truth. See, you're you're the you're the. You know? You're the, you're the, you know, in, in this business marriage, you're the emotion. No, no, he's he he's the, he's the. Well, you know, everything's gonna be okay. We are gonna work it out. <laughs> and Erica's on this. Uh, you know what, dude? This is what you got to do. If you don't do that, you're gonna fail. You're like you're gonna lose. You're out. He don't hit do it right it. on the head. Yeah, you're and right. So, instead of asking how people are gonna get serious, because that's what I would ask him, I'm gonna ask you: Will people ever get serious about their finances? I would say yes. Um, it just happens. And some people maybe not. Some people maybe not. But no, I mean, if you got to put a percentage on it, right, between zero and 100. No, between 50 and 100. 51, 60 percent are going to get serious. 40 percent are going to get, you know, I don't know. I was trying to be positive, but. You know, I will say people do try to get serious and serious to means different things to different people. So I guess I but would. But so does try, probably, kind of, maybe. Yes. <laughs> so I don't really know how to answer that. Um, what it, I will say is. I think it's like, his, his, his historically with your. Yeah. So getting. So, yeah, people people do. when So his, when they come to us, right. that's a step towards being serious. Okay. Right. Um, and so when you think about just saving and preparing for the future, one of the things to know is that that is not not a natural thing to do, right? So really? our, yeah, it's not. When you when you think about preparing and saving, that's something that is very new in the generation of like human species, right? Our brains are meant to be hunters and gatherers and and we before I'm offended Refrigerators already. and before, you know, <laughs> when you think about like the primal instinct. You have to kill it, people, eat it today yes. because it wasn't going to be yes. around tomorrow. And, and wait you for would the cow share tomorrow. it, right? Wow. So we're in the, we're in the, 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 giving the and now sharing and where the... it's like, no, you shouldn't be sharing with your family and you got to tell people no. And But in the primal st- times, you would be mm. thrown out of the group, right? You'd be, right. you know. Right shunned if you didn't save i mean excuse me if you didn't share what you had which is kind of a form of of, of saving and so well no you didn't save anything because you couldn't save it you would eat, you eat your food season? really you would wow give it to the community that you you know wow. lived in and so our brains are not any different 
now than they were a thousand years ago. Right. We naturally we are still hunters and gatherers and we want (laughs) to do things right now. We we do still want to share. We do still, you know, especially communities that don't have a lot. We we survive by sharing by, you know, is is your family going to watch the kids? Are we going to eat together and just bring our portions? Is like that is a lot of how we live. So actually saving for the future and. Um, you know, preparing, delaying gratification, all of that stuff is going against your natural state of being, your natural urges of who you actually are. JB, is your show now? I'm packing up. I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> look, look, I, I didn't know she got this esoteric, man. She's, well, you know, she's got some points. But but when you look at values and goals, mm-hmm. I can I can see what she's saying. Oh, that yeah. If yeah. you don't have if you're not instilled with the right values. Right. Mm-hmm. And you go off the reservation, you get cut off. Yeah. Yeah. But but th- this is why, though, sharing um, more education is so important. Right. OK. And, you know, with the more education that you get and the more you decide to. So I, I always think of things in like um, four tiers. You have um, data, which is just, you know, any given right. information here. The sky is green. The cup is black. Whatever you know, it could just be any unrelated thing. Right. You have information which is structured data. So if I were to Google a phone, it's going to give me a bunch of phones. It may not be the phone I want, but at the end of the day, structured data, right? The next tier up is knowledge. And knowledge is going to be information that you act upon. And so I think that's kind of where we're at right now, where people are starting to crave good knowledge when it comes to saving, when it comes to planning. But you have to realize there's a step tier above that, and that will be wisdom. And that's figuring out how do you discern the differences between what's the right knowledge for what you need and what you don't need. And I think that's ultimately kind of a, a progression of where we're going. But again, this all starts off with realizing that when you when you first get out there, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> you know, mm. so you really got it. We have to share more education. I think when people start to learn better things, we're, Eric and I are seeing a lot of people do better. But I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, to to the original question of like percentages, I still feel it's probably going to be always 50-50 or 60-40 at best because – Really? So sometimes you need those bad examples to inspire huh. okay. the good examples. If the only thing that exists is good, it's hard to really know yourself. You, you, you. Sometimes you, everything is still serving a purpose. Okay. And so, we we talked about financial topics. We talked about all those things and what people can do, saving for retirement, start an emergency fund, over and over and over. But people are still struggling now with the economy going south. It's like. Every day I wake up and I, I watch business news and it you know talks about well, twenty stocks positive, thirty negative, right? You know you get that top one hundred where or the the five hundred and and you can clearly see where the market is going, but people haven't really gotten that deep. They just need to start figuring out how to get on a path for financial security. And that can be overwhelming because we think, oh, I'll learn, I'll watch TV. And then they start using little code words and, you know, the, the market is off, you know, a basis point. And then you got to define that. And you get, by the time you catch up with all the lingo, mm-hmm. it's the show has gone off and mm-hmm. you're still trying to catch up. How can, how can people, even though they struggle starting the process, where can you start that path? Like, where can you figure out? financial security before before you even get to all those steps you always start at, um with the v word which would be values 
Always. Um, so you personalize it. Oh, you better. Okay. Uh, yeah, you better. Um, the the issue that we're having that we see a lot of times is, and this is also an issue with advisors often, where we craft all these great solutions, and you meet a person, and you're so excited to give them all these great solutions, but um, you're applying like a great solution to a question that isn't really developed or understood, and then you, you're going to fail every time. But someone who's confused is never going to move forward to do anything. And and, and think about it in this way, Doctor Ken. Let's say I let's we use you. You're you're going to be the client, okay? And we can put one of your financial challenges on the table, and we'll go find an investment person, an insurance person, an estate planning attorney. You know, we'll find all these different advisors. Here's the question: Is it not true that all of those individuals are going to filter the solution to that problem through their own bias? Correct. Okay. So here would be the question: How do you pick the most trusted advisor amongst that group? Hmm, that's a good question. Okay. How do you? What, the, what questions do you ask? And that's the thing. To me, the person that is going to be the trusted advisor in that group is he or she who understands your personal values more than the others. Okay. Okay. So you start off with the values and literally. But wouldn't I start with goals? No, no. <laughs> because sometimes your goals can be very far away from your values if you're not I just, careful. I just, I just want a half a million dollars. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, understand, I understand. But And I work at Walmart making $15 an hour. I understand. But that process to get to that $1 million could be in direct compromise of your values and ah, put you in the same spot. And then be in jail. There and, you go. Uh, okay. That's why when you get the values, then you can start to develop the principles. And that's what we spend a lot of time doing before you even get there. You got to, the principles will help you decide how you're going to, it's, it's your implementation plan. It's your strategy for action. Cause mm-hmm. you could have a value, not act on it. Yeah. But when we come back, I, I have a question because I think people know how to do that. Do what? They just they, Do what? they they have the values. They know no, their they values. Don't. Mm-hmm. They oh, know. No, well, no, hang on, no. hang on. Okay. I'm, I'm setting okay. up my little story. <laughs> okay. So so you you found out these are my values, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is important. That's important. Um, I've even broken it down to I want to invest in this kind of place. If I do, if I want to save, I don't want to save there. I want to save here. You know, all those you know esoteric things we have when we talk about this fits my values, right? But then we don't start. Or we take a step and then we just kind of fall off the wagon. So when we oh, come we back, I want to I, I want to know what are some reasons that you find out your values, you have your goals, you get a plan, and then mm-hmm. nothing, mm-hmm. which oh, we'll is which is what I used to be about twenty years ago. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Just didn't do mm-hmm. it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Our guests are JB Bell and Erica Wright from the Bell and Wright Agency, Northwestern Mutual. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, Northwestern Mutual, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright. So before the break, we were we were talking about trying to figure out why people are having such a hard time. They've they've gone. They understand their values. You've talked to them about the goal. When I, I want to put my kids through school, I want to get a house, all this other stuff. Ironically, and let me go on a detour. Goals have to be everything versus 
I'm just trying to save up because my kid is six and I want to put him through college. You need to know college. You need to know retirement. You need to know one house, two houses, retirement, all that, right? Yeah, there's some work that goes into to, to laying hmm. out the goals. You can't. It has to be measurable, right? You can't manage what you can't measure. So then, why Not do specific. people have? Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's not what specific enough too, right? So when you well, say retirement, you, go, you know what is what does that really even mean? So I so I need to figure out what I want in retirement. How do I want to live? Similar to how you do when you buy a house, right? How many bedrooms do you want? How many bathrooms? Yeah, how much houses. do you want to? I hate buying. Houses. You look at everything, and and your goal is to get a house. You know that you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, happy with and when it comes to the finances of that okay how much do you want to spend on a mortgage what does you know how much is everything going to cost so like that is getting specific is important with the goals can't run away from the pre-work gotta do you have to put the time in but again going back to that primal instinct right it's easy to just do what is natural to you all of this the work (laughs) the work of planning is not natural yeah it's not natural so sometimes People can do it easily, but for many people, it's 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 hard. But that means taking the steps aren't natural either then. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, I got the values. I got the goals. I got everything. Okay, here's your plan. But then I got a step. Why is it the first step is the hardest? I mean, they say that about everything else. You know, losing weight, um, all these other things. We struggle with, like, stop smoking. But when it comes to money, People will stand still and watch their lives crumble out of fear. What, what, I, I don't know. What is it? Fear or just lack of knowledge? Um, I think there is it's a lot of that. And um, what what I what I would say to that is I think there is a lot of people that that have lack of clarity and mm-hmm. that makes it hard for them to move on. And that's the uh-huh. case to me in in any aspect of your life, right? When sometimes when you're I don't know, you're trying to decide on relationships, on, you know, just um jobs, things like that. Just say no. It's <laughs> <laughs> when you have a lack of clarity, it's really right. difficult to make decisions and you're just kind of running in circles. But once you can start to um get all of your pieces in one place, and know what your situation is and then put those values together and your goals, you can say, okay, the right first step is this. And you chunk it little by little, right? It's how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. Right. A lot of times people are making these big lofty goals. Right? I want to save a million dollars. Okay, well, what does that really look like right. on a day-to-day basis? And you just got to start there with little wins. Okay. Then, then your upbringing makes a challenge. Like all, all of us spend a lifetime responding to our childhood. And there's mm-hmm. certain things that we learn that are either helping or hurting us. And I think just a simple process of taking some time to reflect on how are the things that I learned helping or hurting me and truly asking, is there anything I could be doing to make these things better? Like you do, you have to spend some time like off of the roller coaster of life thinking about where you want to go. That, that, that's not always easy, but mm. that's why it's important to find wise people in your life that you can ask great questions to. That's one of the reasons why we're advisors is because of that very thing. It's just we know how challenging this can be, but at the end yeah. of the day, you know, that that's our profession. So then I have one thing, monkey wrench, of course. What about the P word? Can you think of what the P word might be? I don't know about that one. What's the P word? Payday. 
patience. Okay. Patience. Oh, you're because big. you keep talking about this. Take steps, and you just build it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to take longer than five years. Oh yeah. And you know, year two and a half is like, hey, market went down. I'm not saying anything. What's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And may fall off the wagon. Then what? Mm-hmm. Well, for those people, we just we talked to them about the importance of 20, understanding twenty eight thousand days. You know what that is, Doctor Ken? I have an idea. What do you think? How long it's going to take? For my money to double? No. <laughs> no. I'm thinking rules. Oh, yeah, you're thinking rules. And that number is significantly smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> 28,000 is about the average amount of days that a human being is living in America. It's about 77 years. Really? So I'm I, trying to exceed 77. that. 77.6 years. That is true. I'm See, trying to exceed that, by the way. But you know, well, well, here's the deal. We, our our thought process is if you can maybe lower the fast food a little bit, keep the stress down, and we actually encourage and we say one of the things with our clients is, you must adopt a long-term belief structure, a long-term philosophy of life. So if we can get you thinking an age But that's a 80, whole other show. Oh, no, no. I, I know it's a whole other show, <laughs> but it, it's a place that we can get to if a person allows. But I will tell you this. If a person does not want to adopt a longer-term view, it doesn't matter. their chance of becoming well rich or anything, it, really? it's, it's, it, it significantly goes wow. down because of the power of your thinking. A lot of it starts in your thinking. Hmm. 833-212-1017 if you have a question about how to take – those hard steps. So why do you think people just don't plan? I mean, honestly, like, what you know, we we talk about it. We're nice, but don't be nice. Truth Nation can mm-hmm. take it. Why don't you think people plan? <laughs> um, ignorance is bliss, baby. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, some, so it's, wow. again, it, there's there's work that can go into it. Right. Um, but also, I'm never going to be rich. I'm never going to get the job no, I, I want. I'm never going to. I don't even think it's that like It's that. not even the negative so, thought. Sometimes it's Some a consequence of your negative. environment that you come up in. Like if you're around a bunch of people that may not have ever, may not have more, then how how can you even know until you've wow. seen it? So sometimes it's that education of like, <laughs> wow. you know, um, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know sometimes. Wow. You just killed it. We can go home now. <laughs> it, 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 it just, it just, it just disturbs me that. People can overcome something so simple. But I'm sure each of us can think about times in our lives where we had to make decisions and we avoided it. Mm-hmm. And then later we came back and said, if I had just done that sooner, oh yeah, I'd be that much further. Mm-hmm. Money but, is emotional. Oh, absolutely. It's Behavior very, is everything. Oh, yeah. It's very oh, yeah. emotional for people, which is why one of the biggest things that we try to tell people to do is automate automate you know as Mm -hmm. much as Mm -hmm. you can because that's taking the emotion out of everything that you do if i have to come to you and say hey do you want to put money away in your 401k every friday you get paid there are going to be days where you say no but because it's automated it's automatically happening you're not even thinking about it and so to me that is probably the best first step of of oh, after yeah. you get everything together is just putting <laughs> mm-hmm. things on autopilot. Right. So, so you then, don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You know that it's happening. You know money is being saved on your behalf. You know even if it's if it's autopilot on your retirement, autopilot on your savings, autopilot on the bills, whatever that case may be, you're taking the emotion out of things and just allowing yourself to be able to flow. To me, that's, that's get, making it easy. Wow. When we come back, I want to talk about the barriers we talk about. You know, we we kind of skirted around it, but there, there are just some specific barriers in our community mm-hmm. that stop us from doing things. Mm-hmm. Are we able to identify any of them? Do we, do we know what they are? So we'll give us some thought over the break and really look at 
Mine was being overwhelmed, right? And I'll, I'll tell a story about what happened um, with my family in 95. Mm. Okay. It's funny how you remember all the bad stuff. Like, oh, I needed to make it over that. And you remember that. I remember the day, the time, everything. So we'll talk about that when we come back and look at, at processes of how to overcome issues and struggles as it relates to finances. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Our guest is J.B. Bell and Erica Wright, the Bell and Wright Agency of Northwestern Mutual. We'll be right back. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. J.B. Bell, Erica Wright from the Bell and Wright Agency. If I want to get in touch with y'all, where do I go? What do I do? EricaWright.nm.com. JamesBell.nm.com, or you can give us a call at 414-615-1855. Dude, don't be putting no more stuff on LinkedIn. What do I do? If you feel like this, call me. I almost called him. <laughs> you should have called me. If your advisor and you that I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I reposted it, too. I was like, that's it. Right there. I'm here. You know, we're all Those kind of simple questions. So so before the break, we were, we were talking about steps and people having struggles to to make it and stuff that happens in your life. I remember I had just became a police officer in 93, Mm -hmm. April 12th, 30 years ago, uh, April 12th, 1993. And I remember getting out of the academy and all this. My mother has pretty much battled cancer her entire life. Mm -hmm. Breast cancer, colon cancer, you name it, Mm -hmm. sick and all that. But she went back to school after we got out of high school, after we got out of elementary school. Mm Mm-hmm. Once we got into school good, she actually went back to work, got a job, retired, had a pension, just doing great things. But she got sick again, and so eventually she died from cancer. But the issue of her being in Chicago and us being here after I had just bought a house and then my wife's pregnant with our second and our youngest is 92 to 95, three years old, right? All You know, mm-hmm. it's the whirlwind typhoon, Mm -hmm. hurricane, and tornado all at the same time. No, that wasn't my daughter, but I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) And and it gets overwhelming. And I remember taking about a half a day and just shutting down. Like, well, forget it. I'm not going to win this fight. Oh, well, it'll take me out. I'll have to do this and do that and do this. And then I recovered and I had to go, okay, so what do I need to do? I need to go to Chicago, change all her bills over to mine. This is what you think logically, right? Mm-hmm. Change this over because I'm a man. I can take care of it, right? And you <laughs> took care of it and you handle in both households. And then you realize, dude, you're paying electric bills in two houses, water bills in two houses, rent. and Like what? Mm-hmm. And it gets convoluted and it gets overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But I think people can get overwhelmed pretty easily today mm-hmm. with what's going on, having to deal with dealt with COVID and all that. Then on top of that, my family never taught me anything. I want JB to know that I don't know. So when he asked me the question, 2,800, what is that? Do you say, I don't know? Or do you get mad or do you shut down? Mm -hmm. Simple money matters. Mm -hmm. What do you do when you get overwhelmed? How do you avoid even being overwhelmed? 
Yeah, you know, so here here's the deal. Um I wish there was like a, a magic pill that we could like coerce somebody she into got one. Karen, right? Well, you she know, <laughs> yeah, she's very persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> she hold up her little fist and be like, "Look, oh, yeah. you're gonna do this," you know. Um, but at the end of the day, um, sometimes life has a way of um, you know beating you down until you mm-hmm. you acknowledge that everybody needs help at some point in time. Yep. And um, being overwhelmed is a it's a natural part of life the the idea that you're always going to have up times is not it's not probable so like at some point in time you have to accept that you're always going to have up and down times now with that being said um you know what eric and i try to do when we're sitting with people is we try to just to remind them the importance of gratitude even on the journey and knowing that you're not always going to get to places overnight and and sometimes you really do have to kind of pause and start thinking about you know what kind of books are you reading that help you in these areas? There are some times where we may deviate away from um, where we may allocate some dollars towards, for example, coaching, right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe therapy um, things that are about one's um, personal mental health. But I think a lot of us have to be mindful that you can stress yourself um, to health issues. Right. And some of the things that we, we try to get all upset and worried about are things that quite frankly, if we were diagnosed with cancer today, your mom's example, it like, doesn't matter. Yeah, have these things matter, right? <laughs> right. And at some point in time, right. you just got to think about that. So, so I, so I think for us, um, it's never going to be like an easy one size fits all solution. But what we try to lead in is with with empathy and compassion, and make sure that that person understands that we're you know we're ultimately here. It's about them. It's not about just trying to you know rush a process. It's really about trying to make sure they help them, mm. empower them to make great decisions. Yeah, and ultimately, I I feel like we. We like to think that we we know a little bit about money, right? We have designations and well, I've and done all, all the that, wrong things and it's right? worked. <laughs> and, and yes, we've made mistakes <laughs> in the past. But even we still have each other. We yeah. still have yeah. advisors. I don't know one financial advisor that you know I look up to that that doesn't have a financial advisor, right? right. right? Um, I don't know successful people that become successful alone. This is hard to do by yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's a lot of, um, even if you are smart, even if you, you can't understand concepts, it's still hard to right. do by yourself. It's nice to bounce ideas off of somebody to say, right. hey, what do you think about this? I think I'm going to, you know, make this move. Would you do the same thing? Um, and so I, I'm i all about that African proverb, right? If you want to go what is it? If you want to go, um, go fast, fast go, go alone. alone. If you want to go far, go together. Right. Like that to me is the key. I, I I equate things to like me working out. If I go to Planet Fitness and I can look up and I can Google, okay, I'm going I'm to do these exercises today and and this is the plan for the week. But then hmm, I may not I may skip a day. I may um, be doing the exercise wrong. Um, This might not be right for my particular body type or whatever the case may be. But when I have a trainer, I'm committed to doing it. I'm committed to going. I know that the trainer is going to help me do my exercises right. right. I know that it's safe. I am. And I start to see the results. Right. Again, I just think that it's something that we need to do together 
versus trying to be siloed by yourself. And we be, we're, we're embarrassed. A lot of the time we're embarrassed. Yeah, but I don't want to tell you my business, though. We may make good money, but hmm. because we haven't been good with the money that we have, we want to wait until we're in a better spot. Until I got more money to, yeah, to, to save more money, which but is But ultimately, right. it's about starting where you're at and getting the understanding and, and learning that it's, it's a journey. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen overnight, but and you can drop off and get back on it and you still have resources. You still have people here to help you. And, right. and if you're continuously doing the same thing over and over and over again, the key question still comes back down to how's that working out for you? Yeah. So unfortunately, discomfort <laughs> is growth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's so, and so we tell people all the time, you get two op- everybody gets two options in life. You can have the pain of growth or the pain of regret. You pick. But mm-hmm. that's, that's just what it is. Mine's been growth. There you go. Thank goodness I've been blessed enough. But I but I also remember the mental anguish that comes with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the having to make a decision. It was funny. I was telling somebody the other day, um, they were trying to decide whether or not they wanted to go to law school now or later or pay for it or not. And I said, whatever you do, if you go into debt and you're paying for it, you're paying for it. Yeah. No one else is paying for it for you. You get to work and pay it back, but you get to do exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. When someone else pays for it, you got to deal and contend with what they want. Yeah. So just think about that or score high enough on the LSAT and go for free. <laughs> go into the military and have them. But then you set you. the goal for that. Right? But it's you, know you, you got to set the goal for that. But while you're standing here waiting, deciding I'm going to I'm going to figure it out and work three years. Just go to law school. Mm-hmm. In three years, you'll be a lawyer. Yeah. 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 We, we, we got to be careful. Like we've been talking a lot about emotion and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, emotions are just sensations. They're just responses to actions and feelings right. are your thoughts about your emotions. And I think when you realize that feelings are your thoughts about emotions, you'll realize how powerful thinking can be and the danger yes, of believing, believing everything you think. So <laughs> so even for me, I've made a decision to view pain as a gift. And the gift truly is for someone yes. in the future because that's so when I think about all the things I've been through in my past, it's helped me be more empathetic of people that r- I run into deal with the right. same problems. So I've chose to alter how I deal with pain, right, right by my thinking. And I think that's the only way you can do it. you got to start there. Mm. J.B. Bell, Erica Wright, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. I always learn something new when I talk to you. Hey, man, we like well, that's here, the goal. Right? That's the goal. Oh, there she goes. She's just stuck on goals. Like, what is that? Values and goals. And, and it's something that we have to all remember that that's one of the most important things to do because money really is about behavior and emotion. And when we become emotional about it, we make really, really dumb decisions. Like, yeah. really dumb. That's the truth. No How do we get a hold of you? 414-615-1855. Or you can hit us up on our website, jamesbell.nm.com. EricaWright.nm.com. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No problem. You're welcome. And so if you have any questions, you can, of course, check the rebroadcast. It'll be on the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. Check it out. J.B. Bell and Erica Wright, Northwestern Mutual. If you have any questions, give them a call. Give us a call. We will forward your information to them. They'll give you a call back and you can, you know, get out of your doldrum and Start saving money. So at least when you get a couple more of these summers. And remember, we all think that we're not going to live long. Mm-hmm. Um, doctors have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Research has something to say about that. And when you're in your 80s, looking back, and she says 77.6. Like, well, <laughs> that's the average. Mm-hmm. And your grandmother, your grandfather lived to 98. Yes. Guess what? 
And those are the things and those are the reasons why we need to do things like that. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, we'll have our top five at five. I get to harass Rhea. All sorts of great things coming. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.